Hi, I'm Andy McDonald, Senior Pastor of Whole Life Church here in Orlando, Florida. We're a multi-ethnic, multicultural, multi-generational congregation, a faith community committed to our mission to love people into lifelong friendship with God. And we're committed to our vision to be a church without walls, fully engaged in serving the people of our community. Thank you for joining us as we continue Speaking of Grace. Hi, I'm Andy McDonald. Welcome to Whole Life Church. We're so glad that you're joining us for our service today. It's our privilege this summer in our series to interview some of our members and allow their stories and their experiences to do what the Bible calls us to do to encourage one another. And I think you're going to really enjoy today's interview. Before we begin, let's pray. Father, we thank you so much that you love us and you care for us in so many amazing ways. We think about all the suffering and challenges around our globe that you know every detail of and how your heart must hurt. We pray that you'll work your miracle of your will being done on earth as it is in heaven and that we can see changes and developments in our world. We can make a difference as a, as a church. Bless us now. May the words that are shared in our conversation together be words that will help encourage and draw us closer to you in Jesus' name. Amen. So we have Vince, Vincent and Grace Shu. And so, Vincent, tell, tell the congregation what you exactly do, because I'll, I'll mess it up. So. <laughs> yeah, there, there's, there's some fancy terms. Uh, one, is, one is known as a hospital epidemiologist. There you go. But re- really, I would just say the infection control officer, really what we want to do is to make sure that we keep our patients safe from infections. Mm. They're, they're very transmissible. Even before COVID, infections uh, are easily spread from patient to patient or from healthcare worker to patient and so forth. And, and our job is to minimize that. So you're, so you're a doctor of infectious disease? Is that, what would it be called? Uh, I, I'm an infectious disease physician. Yeah, infectious disease doctor. Uh, I, have a, uh, I have a specialty in internal medicine and a, su- and a subspecialty in infectious diseases. All right. Well, that's, that's good. I, f- I feel safe. <laughs> <laughs> and, a, and a public health degree, if that helps. Oh, <laughs> yes, that, definitely. And Grace, you, your, your work is related. Uh, I just found out a while ago. So tell us a little bit what, what you do. So my background is nursing, and I um, am currently the uh, safety and high reliability director for the Advent Health Orlando campus. Um, in short, it's a mouthful, right? In short, um, it, I'm the safety officer um, that most people know about. So um, obviously with COVID or even without COVID, um, our work is actually very much related. Mm. Nice. Yeah. We, we, we try not to take our work home, but unfortunately yeah, that happens. You have some conversations about it a little bit, I'm sure. <laughs> It'd be hard not to. So, so you are, have been somewhat exposed. I understand you, you've been out on the floors more and, and Vincent more in the, in the, uh, the academia kind of setting. So, you know, COVID, we, we hear about it a, a lot. And you have uh, Emily and Ethan at home. So, so how, does, how, did, how do y'all feel about that and relate it to those to bringing that home to the kids i am pretty much every single day on the floor um rounding and in the hospital making sure you know everyone is safe the staff is safe and the the patients are safe um one rule i go in scrubs i come home no hugging of the kids i go straight to shower change my clothes and laundry them um, Vincent does all the whatever else is at home 
I do all the shopping. There so I expose go. myself and try to <laughs> limit, you know, yeah. the transmission. So you're, you're, you're the one that's more out, out and about with this kind of right. thing. That's great. Uh, so, so, how, so how is your family doing? Y'all, I mean, everybody, I mean, like you, having kids at home instead of in school is a challenge, I'm sure. Uh, yes. how, how, did, how did that go? It was a challenge, I think, um, initially, especially when uh, online um, learning was still going on. It's summer now, which is even more challenging because now you have to find things for them to keep them occupied. I'm bored. Right. I'm bored. I'm bored. (laughs) I mean, there is no doubt that the children would love to get back into a more social setting. I mean, this is something that all of us have had to to deal with. You know, it's definitely a shock, uh, but we are making the best of it. Uh, we're, we talk to them about the reasons why that's necessary. Right. Uh, we find ways to adapt. Yeah. And ways to get out as a family and do other things, probably some too as well, a little bit. Actually, I, I think, you know, I've been trying to think what are the good things that's, that has happened in the midst of all this. Mm-hmm. I mean, everyone's like, oh my gosh, it's, it's COVID. Um, everyone's locked in the house. But because of this, for the last three months, we've taken a lot more walks in the evening yeah. as a family to decompress. Um, the kids are out with us um, taking walks in the not very populated, you know, mm-hmm. route. Um, we are able to do things together to actually do something back for the community. Nice. Like, for example, the church had those boards, mm-hmm. you know, out um, in the at the foyer and I would pick them up. Um, Sometimes they probably don't know that I've taken like oh. six or eight of them <laughs> all at once. <laughs> but um, I have asked them and their friends to say, hey, let's write something. You know why daddy and mommy are working so hard. Mm. And there are people out there that's working even harder. Um, but we don't just take and moot about like, while well, daddy and mommy's not home. But what is it something that you want to say to our colleagues at work and to everyone else, or even to our trash collectors and sure. um, the essential workers. So um, we've done that as a family. We color the <laughs> signboards together. So, so, so you have you you actually have too much information about COVID, probably <laughs> an overload of understanding. Uh, so, if, no, with all that knowledge and all that understanding, what, what kind of fears or concerns come with that? Well, I, you know, I, th- I consider, I, I think from a family perspective, we're pretty pragmatic. Mm-hmm. You know, we recognize that there is no way in this world that you can be without risk. There's always going to be right. risk. We figure that there is a way to get out to do some of the things that we like to do more safely. And, and that's really the heart of what we're doing. We do think a lot about the activities we do. We think about the potential risks. We take steps to try to minimize those risks. So, you know, given, given that thought process, I think that we are able to go out and, you know, we have even, we've even eaten in a sit-down restaurant, right. you know, in a way that we believe to be safe. The servers were all wearing masks. We were away from other uh, customers. So I think we are able to take advantage of some of those activities in a very safe manner. Yeah, I, I know Vicky and I have laughed that it, it seems like these are some of the best Sabbaths we've ever had. <laughs> <laughs> we, we just, you know, let's just, let's watch church today. Um, so during, during these sort of tough days of the crisis, uh, have there been any special 
uh, verses or songs or thoughts or quotations that, that have been important to you to support you in your, in your dealing with life during all this time? Anything you've, anything you've turned to? Um, you know, it's funny how you brought that up. Just today, I was blessed by one of my colleagues at work, uh, Mr. Jim Stella, who is part of guest services. But he has been handwriting Bible verses into a booklet. Wow. He writes them every, however many he can. And he's been just giving them out to anyone that he felt touched to share that with. And I told him, I said, Jim, that was the best gift today. And I will actually sit down with my family and a special friend of ours um, that I felt like she probably needs some extra um, caring for this, this next few days, that this is something that you are using to bless us. I don't have a very particular... um, Verse, yeah. But at the same time, Evan Health with our screenshots, I mean screen savers, <laughs> um, it has got those verses that just kind of like, oh, this is the right moment. Yeah. Every day is a different day, so um, I don't have. Yeah, no, that's the same thing. Vicky's working at home, and we have right. her two computer screens and everything. And every once I'll walk by, and like, there's a great verse, you know, sitting there. It's like, right. oh, that's pretty cool. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so what do, you, what do you both, each of you, think we ought to um, learn as a result of going through COVID? You know, we have to do CEUs and stuff and life, but no crisis should be, uh, you know, left unused. <laughs> so, so what learning should, I mean, there's got to be some great learnings from this going through this crisis that we ought to take forward with us. Do you have any ideas of some learnings we ought to hold on to? I, I, there, there's a ton of things we're going to learn from this. <laughs> I mean, just from a professional level, as an infectious disease doctor, as someone who's interested in infection control, you know, we're going to be looking at infections in a way that we've never done mm, before. Interesting. Yeah, you know, I mean, it, you know, preventing infections does take a behavior change. It you know, requires some discipline. You've got to wash your hands. You know, I think many times uh, before this, uh, before the COVID, there was perhaps a little bit of a laxadaisical approach to this, you know, I'll just do it. Yeah. You know, now we recognize the importance of that. We recognize the importance that you can transmit disease from a respiratory standpoint with these respiratory diseases uh, by being too close to a person. And so I think from a professional standpoint, from a patient care, or even from our social interactions, mm-hmm. we're going to recognize that it's important. You know, don't go to work when you're sick. If you're, if, you know, if, if your child is feeling ill, maybe we should wait to visit grandpa and grandma <laughs> for a little while until, until the child's better. Those type of things, I think we're going to really see uh, some significant uh, improvements for the better yeah i i i can't tell you how many times you know you're just feeling a little bit under the weather but you still just charge on and go to work and who knows what you're sharing with your workmates that's for sure Uh, so as a working mom i have learned two things um accept help gracefully oh that's good um, I used to be that, oh, I can do everything. <laughs> um, it's, it's a shame to ask for help. But being a working mom at this 
busy time where Vince could be in meetings for 12 hours a day or 16 hours a day. And, and I am sometimes, you know, at work for eight to 12 hours a day. We have two kids at home and we have no family in town. So um, whenever a close friend um, or anyone that say, hey, can we do something for you? I have learned to say thank you. And but at the same time, the second thing I've learned is, um, and sharing it with my children, that is there anything we can do to give back? Mm. It may not be a whole lot of time thing, you know, right. time involving activities that I can spare. But if I was going out on a shopping trip for grocery right. for myself, I would call up a friend who is probably with, um, you know, high risk that should not be out there. I say, hey, let me do that for you. Um, for my kids to say, well, can I help my friend over the phone or something with her friend who needs some help with um, schoolwork? Mm-hmm. I said, go ahead. Um, wow. So it's things like that. It's, it's a give and take. Um, those were the two things that it really sunk in as a working mom, that is yeah. to accept help gracefully and to give help whenever I can. That, those are good ones. It was interesting when you were talking about having these walks with a family and, and doing some things that you, know, that you might not have had time to do before, even because of the way that things have changed. Uh, we were talk- I was talking, interviewing Hurley Paolini, and she's talking about how the doctors that she's counseling, some of them are just in crisis because they're on the front lines, and others are like exercising and spending time with their families. And it's like they've been, been, been furloughed from work because of you know the non-essential stuff. And it was really different how the different different groups had different reactions. How has this crisis experience impacted in any way your 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 spiritual walk, your walk with your connections with Jesus at all? Has there been any? impacts that direction i find myself to be saying a lot of prayers internal it's like oh gosh um i i need some help now especially when i am about to lose my patience <laughs> you know stress adds up. oh yeah yeah but um i have relied on him a lot and i think one thing that um is important is i still insist that our families sit down and have dinner together and mm. pray together that's great some, uh, some regularity, some, something yes. you can control in this uncontrollable yes. world. <laughs> you know, I, I think for me it really underscores the fact that, you know, as much as we try to control our lives, there, there are some things that are just beyond our control. Yeah. You know, we, we, we look at some of the events that have happened to some close friends. We've had some deaths that have occurred in, in some close friends. Uh, we... You know, exposure could occur at any time. There are some things that we don't have control over. And, and, and so we recognize that for those instances, you know, we, there's a limit to what we can do. And we mm. need to leave the rest to, to God and, and to his will. That's really, that's for us, all of us control freaks. That's a, it's really an important lesson for us to learn. It really is. So you have a long affiliation with church. I mean, you've been here for a long time now, but you have long life experiences with church. Uh, you told me all you met in church. And, stuff, so <laughs> <laughs> um, and so now for, for all these weeks, we've been uh, not assembling for church. It's, it's a very different, we, you know, we, we do what we do, but it's very different. Uh, 
And, and have there been ways in which that this has altered your perception of church? Um, you know. <laughs> Not at all. Not at all. <laughs> in fact, I think, you know, in the early weeks of COVID, we were very surprised to receive a call from John Monday on an evening that things seemed so bleak. Though, remember, it was like, oh, my gosh, you know, this is the pandemic, you know, peak. And all of a sudden, John called and said, hey, how are you guys doing? And what really touched me, and I, I remember sharing that with Tammy, was he said, how are your kids doing? And he said, can I have a you know, conversation with them. And so we set our kids out <laughs> in the porch and he asked, do you know why your, your parents are working so hard? And do you know what contribution they have made? And I was like, wow, sometimes it takes someone else yeah. to say, you guys are okay as parents. Let us reach out to your kids. And that for the fact that he prayed with us over, um, you know, at the porch o- over the uh, um, evening, that felt like that is my church family. And I mm. couldn't sing any praises more than, <laughs> you know, to anyone else about like, this is my church. No, oh. absolutely hasn't altered anything about how, whether I, I feel, you know, the closest of my church and Tammy and, and you have been sending a lot of very encouraging uh, scriptures every day um, or, or week. And we're able to view the service online, the extra activities for the children online I, I don't feel that that has changed. I mean, it has reinforced the, you know, the, that the church family that we have is, is just such a loving, strong church mm-hmm. family. Right. But that also makes us long for the time when we can come back together yeah. corporately as a family. And I think we do miss that aspect. What I hope, I mean, well, there's one thing that Whole Life has been very good at, Whole Life Church has been very good at, is online streaming and be able yeah. to deliver that. I hope that – I have mixed feelings about it because on the one hand, you know, I like – I do like the convenience of that. You're very good <laughs> at that. I hope that that doesn't keep our our congregation from coming back when, when the time comes. Um, on the other hand, I think there is definitely – it reinforces that the corporate worship is such an important thing. For us yeah. to be there physically as a family – uh, as a church family, is just a really uh, wonderful thing that we have missed, and we look forward to that. Yeah, there's there's something about looking across the room and seeing somebody you know is smart and engaged in life, and they're singing the song that you're singing, and you think, okay, maybe maybe this is a good thing. Maybe I maybe this is right. This is something I should continue with. If there's a moment of discouragement, seeing other people uh, engaged helps. Bring, bolster us up a little yeah. bit and help us uh, keep on going for sure. Um, what suggestions might you have for your church family for the best ways for us to be the church, uh, true to our mission, true to our vision, while we're still stuck in this COVID area? Any any suggestions on how we can still be true to loving people in the lifelong friendship with God and being a church? Church without walls is working pretty well. <laughs> You know, I think there are many ways to to stay active. You know, there. I mean, the power of 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 video, the power of being able to communicate even remotely, is still there. Mm-hmm. And I would encourage all of us to do that. I mean, we've seen the racial injustices that have occurred. Oh, yeah. We've seen so many issues. And 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 you know, while 
you know, I mean, while I'm not necessarily saying that you have to go out and demonstrate in person, uh, so, you know, there there are there have been risks associated yeah. with that. There are ways to express what you want to say and to continue to, uh, you know, to 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 mobilize in, in you know in a virtual way mm-hmm. um, that I think is very effective. Yeah. Uh, continue doing that. Keep keep trying to do it. Push push against the wrong and pull for the right at the same time. That's right. Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, so this is my last one. I'll, 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 what do you what do you think God would want to say to the whole life church to to give them encouragement to keep moving forward? What would God What would say? God say? <laughs> you get to be God's voice. How's that? <laughs> You can continue to love and to spread the word, whether you are at a building mm-hmm. or not. Okay. The building is made out of people, yeah. and people becomes a family, whether it's a corporate family or, you know, um, family, family. Um, you can do my work anywhere. Mm. Um. I, I think we need to continue loving as what how God has loved us. Yeah. And be do not be discouraged because God is always there. I mean, whether we feel like we're out of control, <laughs> um He's watching out for us. I, mm-hmm. I don't think I don't think our family really feel as much as we know about COVID, right. I don't think our family has that fear because we know we have a God that we can trust in. That's great. Yeah. Yeah, I, I would say that if God were physically, well, I, I know that God, if he could speak to me right now, would say, keep going, mm-hmm. keep carry on. This is a tough time for all of us. Um, but there's a reason for this. We will become stronger uh, as a result. Mm-hmm. I look at uh, Jeremiah 29, you know, the plans for the, I know the plans I have for you, you know, plans for good. And I think, you know, these are really great promises he has for us. We will get through this. We will become better Mm. as, as, as people, as a church and, um, you know, keep, keep moving forward. We will be able to look back on this and say, wow, those were trying times, but we went through it and God really led us through this entire ordeal. Suffering is always good to look back on and see what, how, it, how it moved us forward. That's right. Thank you so much for sharing with us. I know that the congregation will be encouraged as they listen to the, to the words that you shared. And just, just thanks for sharing yourselves. Thank you. Thank you, Pastor Andy. Hi, this is Randy McGray, podcast producer and host here at Whole Life Church. Loving people into a lifelong friendship with God is our mission at the Whole Life Church and our podcasts, Speaking of Grace and its companion, 15 with Andy, Randy, and Jeff, are designed to help facilitate conversations that help us grow together in that pursuit. Now that you've heard the message for this week, don't forget to check out the Whole Life Takeaways for this message. Swipe up in today's show notes and join the conversation. Speaking of conversations, each Wednesday morning we take a closer look at the week's message. That's right, the one you just listened to. We discuss practical ways to apply spiritual lessons and ask honest questions about the issues we face as Christians, all focused through the lens of grace. 
Your voice is a welcomed addition to that conversation. We encourage your thoughts and your questions by sending a voicemail or text to 407-965-1607 or send an email to podcast at wholelife.church. You can find everything podcast-related on our website, wholelife.church slash podcast. And plan on spending every Tuesday evening and Wednesday morning with us as we bring you the Whole Life Church inspiration you love straight into your headphones. Thanks for listening, and have a great week.